Welcome back to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Louie Roshke, your host, and I'm here today with Lisa Michelle from No Strings Attached. And uh, she is doing an awesome, awesome job uh, working uh, and ministering to uh, people that are hurting. And uh, she can do it from a place where, because she's been there. I can do that from a place because I've been there. I mean, you know, when you've been there, it gives you a a whole different level, uh, uh, yeah, perspective. And so um, we're going to jump right in again. And we we were talking earlier about Tamar, Tamar's pain in the Bible. Um, To me, the saddest story in the whole Bible, 2 Samuel 13. And this young girl that has everything taken from her. Yeah. Right. Right. and the story is left mm-hmm. for her. Her her future is left with the with the scripture saying, So Tamar dwelt in her other brother, Absalom's house, a desolate woman. Yeah. That doesn't that we're not never told that anything changed for her. Right. That I can see. Desolate, deserted, bleak, empty, misery, unhappy, and lonely. King David never did anything against his son Abnon. Yeah. He just chose to bury it and ignore it. But what ended up happening is Absalom waited two full years and he plotted and he killed his half brother Amnon, who raped his full blood sister Tamar. He killed him because mm. of what he did. So, this whole story, and I said it up front in the beginning, uh, you know, is a family trouble and trauma. And there's nothing like family trouble. Right. Uh, it was a horrible crime against a 15-year-old beautiful girl had a fairy tale life ahead of her. It was a story of deception, incest, denial, and ended in murder. But God, yes. The Bible says in Psalms 147:13, he heals the brokenhearted. Yes, that's my favorite verse. Isn't it awesome? Yes. And he binds up their wounds. Yes. I know he's done that for you. Yeah. He's done that for me, but you know what? He'll do it for anybody. Yes, he will. Anyone, no matter, even yes. if you're the man, uh-huh. you were the, wa- the man that was sexually abusing the family yeah. member or a child or a woman or exploiting them. Even if you're the man. Yes. Even, even if you're the one that was complicit in it, mm-hmm. there is a deliverance, there's salvation, there's healing. If you will accept it and he will pull you up yes. out of that. And there's healing for the brokenhearted and those that are wounded. And I know that you are, um, uh, Tamar, you ministered to women just like her. I mean, she was brokenhearted, hearted, yes, yeah. shattered. There was pain. Her innocence was stolen. And I'm sure she felt like damaged goods. Right. And you, went, you ministered to women like that all the time, right? Yeah. And I myself felt like damaged goods. Yeah, me too. For most of my adult life mm-hmm. until I met the Lord mm-hmm. and started that healing process and went through deliverance. But my sexuality was all I knew mm-hmm. growing up and even into, you know, into my 20s. So um, that's why I have such a heart for the girls that work in the sex industry, whether it's the strip club, the porn shop, um, you know, wherever they're working, we want to reach them. So, um, once a month, we go into our local strip clubs, our modern-day brothels, which look like massage parlors. Um, a lot of times, they're not just offering massages. And we will go to minister to the women um, and let them know that they're valued, 
Mm-hmm. So that, important. That they have purpose. Yes. And that God sees them right where they're at mm-hmm. and he cares for them. Mm-hmm. And he, we just want to speak life into the women that we right. meet and help them see their potential. And many times we'll have these God encounters inside those places. And it's like everything just stops all around you and God just zeroes in on the one and he (laughs) speaks right to her heart. I mean, like in a way that's Mm. more powerful than anything I've ever seen in my life. That's why I love to do what we do because he pursues her. Yes, he he, does. He wants her to come into his kingdom Mm -hmm. and to step away from that darkness and from that identity that she's trying to create for herself only because it's her shame that's leading her there. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he is That's a revelation right there. Right. He is constantly pursuing her. And through us, we just show up. Yeah. Open our mouths and God speaks. And just love them. Yes. And love, love, love. Like give love away is our tagline. And Mm. we've given over, I I posted it the other day. I think it was 15,800 gifts so far here in San Antonio. And that's through, you know, outreach and street outreach. And it's just exciting to Mm -hmm. hand that gift to a woman just like me. There is no difference between her and I. It took me a long time to figure that out, though. And we hand that gift and there's no strings attached to it. I love that. Right? That's a cool name for your ministry. It's so good. Yes. Showing God's love in a tangible way with no strings attached. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's always been strings attached. Exactly. A lot of times the girls will say, how much does this cost? What do I owe you? Um, You know, and it breaks my heart Mm -hmm. because they're not used to that. They're not used to getting a gift Mm -hmm. for free. Yeah. There's always something required. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, it's that, but you think about Jesus. Yes. (laughs) He gave everything. Yes. Right? Everything on the cross. He gave up everything. He came to earth. He gave up heaven to come to earth and to suffer and, and to, to walk on this earth. And he, he had pain and trauma and rejection. And he had so many things that come against him. Yes. But he was willing to lay down his life and give his very last breath everything Yes, for the broken, the yeah. wounded, the hurting. The woman, the girl. Yes. You know, I was a I was a child uh, when I was real little up to I was twelve years old, and then I stood up for myself after I got saved and filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, and in the name of Jesus, back that six foot three man down, and I said, "You will never touch me again." All right. Now that was the Lord. I mean, it, it wasn't me. I wasn't able to do that, and I'm not telling anybody else to go face their perpetrator like that. Right. I'm just saying that God reached down, way down for me, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Yes, He reached down and He picked me up, and I was my thoughts were distorted. Mm-hmm. My perception was of myself, right. my future, uh, God. Everything was distorted. But Jesus, when I got saved, Mm -hmm. Jesus just started just pulling all the junk out, you know, just removing it and 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 changing the thinking and and the perceptions and the understanding and gave me a hunger for his word and his presence. He just loved me and told me it's all going to be okay. Yes. I'm going to turn it for good. Now, I'm going to say that and then I want I'm going to turn it back over to you. Listen, no matter what you've gone through. Right. He will turn it for good. Just like, you know, Lisa goes out and ministers. all. I can't tell you how many times. I don't, I don't go into a lot of detail of what happened to abuse. I, you know, I will share 
because a lot of time I'm in a very mixed company and even children, you know, yeah. at times. And I've ministered to a lot of, ch- I've ministered to children that had that happen. Mm. But God has always, if you will allow God to heal you. Yes. Fill you. Restore you. Pour right. in his love. Remove those things that needs to be removed. Yeah. The very thing that the devil sent to destroy you and beat you up, you can turn around and beat him up with it. You can turn around Mm -hmm. and do damage to the kingdom of darkness because I can't tell you how many times I've had the honor and privilege, just like you, Lisa, to be able to reach back and pull somebody out of that thing with say you know look look what god can do yeah you don't have to even and a lot of times it's people that it happened to them as a child and they're older and they just can't get past it exactly. oh yes you can yes there's grace yes. there's a power there's an anointing there's a deliverance there's a mind change and so i want people to know that yeah that uh, he takes what the devil meant for harm he turns it for good now you may be in the middle of it right now and you say there's no way well i thought the same thing but yes there is and i know that you can speak to that as well yeah well, you reminded me when you said you wailed. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, when I first started going to church in Scottsdale, Arizona, I would go down, show up to church and go straight to the altar. And I would just wail. Mm. And everybody in that church knew me because I was just pouring yeah. out my brokenness, pouring out my heart. And your and need. I did, and my need. And I didn't even know what was wrong with me mm. at the time. And the pastor of that church took me in, took me under his wing, and just carried Aww. my husband and I through a really broken time Praise in the, the beginning of our marriage because I was going through all of that. And I just, God wants to pursue anybody who's ever been sexually abused, sexually yes. exploited, or trafficked in that way. He wants to draw us in. And then have a surrender and just lay it all down at his feet. And if you've been the perpetrator. Yeah, and if you've been the perpetrator. I mean, it's so important, too, because the men are hurting. They are hurting. There's a reason why they're doing it. Yes. I mean, the demand is the only reason that this is happening. So the men, God has changed my heart a lot. Mm -hmm. I went in to this ministry and into this calling for women. Mm Mm-hmm. But over time, God has put me in front of law enforcement. He's mm-hmm. put me in front of male audiences, uh, the uh, fraternities at UTSA, and put me in front of rooms full of men. Mm-hmm. And it's changed my heart mm-hmm. a lot yeah. and helped me to see you know, that, that the guys are really struggling too. And yeah. a lot of them don't understand why, they like, do it. why they're doing it. Or, until we start talking about pornography, we're not going to... Mm-hmm see mm-hmm. a change mm-hmm. in the demand, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting to see that. But I do want everybody to know the perpetrator and the woman that... Yes. yes. And, and uh, how key it is for us to forgive. Yes. Um, you know, it was a very close family member and then some stepfathers and a neighbor and different ones that did it. But there was one particular that did it for many years. And the Lord said, after the Lord started healing me, and, and, you know, and drawing me closer and pouring into me, you know, then he began to deal and say, you have to forgive. Yes. You, it's so key. So key. If you don't, then you stayed locked up in a, in a, a prison of, of unforgiveness. And so was that other person. Yes. And, and it's, and let me just say something real quick and I'll turn it back over to you. That forgiveness mm-hmm. is a choice by grace. Forgiveness is a, is by faith and not feelings. Yeah, I didn't exactly. feel it. 
when I, when I chose to obey and I said, Lord, I forgive, da, 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 da. Right. I didn't feel it at all. Mm-hmm. And I had to, and the Lord told me, I thought, and I kept coming back, oh, I, I, I choose to forgive him. Help me to forgive him. He, and the Lord finally said, you forgave them. Your feelings don't have to. Your feelings will catch up to it, you yes. know, but it's that you're, you're not, you're doing it by faith and not by feelings. And so I was like, yeah. And so I canceled their debt. Mm-hmm. I let it go. They don't owe me anything. If they never apologize to me, they don't owe me anything. Exactly. They're forgiven. Exactly. As I'm forgiven from yeah. all my sins, I choose and I will to forgive them and see it also as they are caught in a trap they can't get out. Yes. Then that does help to forgive. Yeah. And then the grace, God, when you make that quality decision, Lisa, to forgive, God, God meets you there. He does. It's amazing. Um, that first step definitely is saying it out loud. Yes. Saying Amen. it out loud is key. Mm-hmm. And then my doctor had me, my therapist had me write a letter mm-hmm. to my perpetrator. And he, he said, this is a letter that's for you, Lisa, for you to write out mm. And to speak about it Mm -hmm. and then read it out loud. You don't have to send it to the perpetrator, Mm -hmm. but I want you to write this letter. So I encourage women all the time that reach out to me from all over the world. This is the steps that I have them take is write that letter to your perpetrator Mm -hmm. and reread it. You know, it because you, like you said, you you may not, you'll read it, but you're not feeling it. Mm-hmm. So you keep reading it, mm-hmm. keep praying over it. Mm-hmm. And over time, you will start to experience that forgiveness in your heart. Yeah. Because it takes, it, it didn't happen overnight mm-hmm. for me either. Mm-hmm. It took a lot of time. You know? Well, just as you are saved by faith and yes. not feelings, you forgive by faith. And here's another thing. Uh, Lisa, that I, oh my goodness, I had to do so much in my life for, for, because it, it wasn't just that kind of abuse. There was a lot of things in my childhood and growing up and just the devil really targeted our family. That's what it was. It yeah. was a demonic plot. We, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, yes. but principalities and powers. And you have to realize the weakness and the needs and the, the help they need and not, and forgive them, you yes. know. But I had so many thoughts that kept trying to overwhelm me, fear, rejection, um, you're damaged, you're, you're not of any value, you're never going to be, you're never going to have a life, you're going to just end up just like, you know, all the alcoholics in your family and da, 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 da. And I would have the depressed, like a spirit of depression would come, just a dark, just a dark cloud. And I'm a Christian. And the Lord started showing me as a child how to break that off. Yes, me too. And to begin to use the word of God and say, God has not given me a spirit of fear when I would start to feel it yes, or think it. And, those, exactly. and it's like a, a rewind of a tape that keeps playing. Exactly. You know, and the scenes and the different things and the reason why you're of no value, the reason why you should be afraid, blah, 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 right. blah, blah. And the Lord said, you don't have to live that way. Right. Okay, Lord, what do I do? And I just began to declare over myself and pray, I've not been given a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Uh, I have the mind of Christ. I do hold the thoughts, intents, and purposes of his heart. Fear not, for I'm with you. Be not dismayed, for I'm your God. I will strengthen you, yea, I will help thee. Uh, I can do all things through Christ to strengthen. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. You know, just, I just, the Lord started as a child causing me to have this repertoire, if you will, of memorizing scripture that began to retrain my brain. Yeah, that's good. Right? Exactly. And began to change. I was thinking, but here's the thing that I heard from, I heard 
Mama Joyce Meyer say oh, years her. ago. Okay, <laughs> so cool. And I'm going to have you do this with, I'm going to give this a little illustration. Okay. I heard this and I thought, that is so good. Uh, she's, she's talking about how you can change your mind. Yeah. And so she told everybody in the audience to begin counting to 10. So I'm going to ask you, Lisa, to begin counting to 10. Just okay. All right. One, two, three, four. Now say five, your name. Six. Lisa say Michelle. Your name. Okay. You see how quick you changed your thoughts? Yes. Immediately, you shifted <laughs> off of counting to saying your name. Your mind, see, your mind was made by God, and it's so magnificent. It's so true. It does not have to be, it doesn't have to control you, and or a demonic spirit does not have to control that. You exactly. can tell it what to do. Uh, the Bible says in Philippians 4, 8, and here's a powerful scripture. Yes, okay? I love it. Whatsoever things are true, mm-hmm. honest, just, lovely, pure, of good reports, if there be of any virtue and any praise, what? Think on these things. Yes. So here's what I did. At beginning as a young woman, the Lord began to reveal that to me. And I'm going to turn it back over to you here in just a second. He said to take that, you know, a long time ago, women, when they baked, they had this sifter. Mm-hmm. They'd pour the flour in it and they'd turn this little crank, right? Right. And if there was anything, a foreign substance, a little pebble or something, it would stay inside the sifter and only the flour would pour through. And the Lord said, Philippians 4, 8 is the sifter for your mind. If it doesn't line up with what's true, honest, just, lovely, pure of good report, of virtue or praise, don't think on it. Yeah. And you can, you can stop thinking it. You just proved it a minute ago. Yes. You could stop it just like that. It's the Bible said true. pulling down imaginations. And when you've been through trauma, yes, like we have, like yes. these people out here have, most people have of right. one kind or another. When you've been through trauma, you need to know right. that you can, the Bible says pulling down imaginations yeah. and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Well, fear is exalting itself against the knowledge of God. We're not to walk in fear. Right. You know, and just if it goes against the word, God's nature and character, pull it down, baby. Right. Pull it down. Yeah. And you, you derail that train of thought. You don't have to have it going around like a racetrack, a car on a racetrack in your mind all the time. What happened to you? Right. You are not who. You are, you are not what happened to you. That's not who you are. Exactly. Well, you know, Joyce also talks about um, fear being false evidence appearing mm. real. Mm-hmm. False evidence appearing real. And for me, I spent my entire life living in fear because mm-hmm. of what happened to me. I was fearful of speaking up mm-hmm. and saying no or telling my truth. Mm-hmm. Because I was scared of what others would sure. think about me. Mm-hmm. So when God called me to start sharing my story in the church, I was petrified. Yes. <laughs> I mean, petrified to the point yeah. where like I was almost throwing up. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, God, you <laughs> surely <laughs> you can't be asking me to start sharing this. Yeah. And then you have family and family members. And, you know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It is not easy. It is but not. I tell you every single time that I share my story in full detail and I see the line of women that are waiting, right? That are in the church today mm-hmm. that haven't shared their story. Mm-hmm. It's worth it every mm-hmm. single time. Mm-hmm. And what I'm doing is I'm giving that toxic shame back to the perpetrator every single mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. I tell my story. Mm-hmm. And as I've done that, fear has just dropped off. I'm at a point now where God's just got me. I don't even fear anymore. And it's like the Praise most God. amazing thing. If you knew me, 12, 13 years ago, you'd say that is not the same woman Mm -hmm. that she is today. So God can take our biggest 
deficits, our biggest, the biggest struggles that we have in our lives and turn it around and it can actually be your biggest asset. Yes. Isn't that cool? That is so good, Lisa. <laughs> that is so good. Well, Jesus died. Yeah. For all your pain and shame and trauma, as well as your sins. Yes. He, he, he was touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Everything we've gone through, you know, he, he was, he's touched with it. It touches him. He's not aloof. He's not afar off. He's not distant. He's right there. And he's in the midst of it. Whether you are caught in the sin of perpetrating it or you are the victim or now you've been abused and now you can't help yourself but keep following into that. As you were talking about, it it defined your sexuality and your choices and actions. Listen, folks, uh, we're going to close out this, this program here in just a few minutes. Uh, but we're going to come back into another program and I'm going to have Lisa with me after lunch and we're going to get more into, uh, it'll, well, Facebook, it'll be, uh, after lunch, but then next week, uh, the following week, it'll be on the radio, the second program. Uh, but we're going to talk more about how God is healing these women and what she's doing and tell us more about her ministry. But so before we run out of time right now, we want to tell you that there is a healing for you today. Yes. I, I was like Lisa. I was a scared, rejected, petrified little girl. And you know what? I, do you know what I get to do today? I get to go and preach and teach the word. I get to be on radio and TV and, and uh, lead worship and all those things. It's a miracle. Yes. It's a miracle because see, <laughs> the devil will try to pervert your personality. Yes. I wasn't my, Honey, there's nothing about me that's quiet and shy. <laughs> I just didn't know it. Right. 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 I was meant to be the I was meant to be this way, right? Me too. But the devil was was contorting my thoughts and my personality so that the real true me created in the image of God with exactly. his DNA, with his purpose and his plan to be a mouth for him yes. would be shut down. Yes. Same with you. Yeah. He did that's... not want you to be a voice, Lisa. Yeah. For, for God. And so I just want to encourage you again. We've got three minutes left um, that there's hope, there's power for you. And Lisa, just real quick, tell them what your contacts are uh, so that they can get in touch with your ministry. Yes. So Healing the Exploited on Facebook and on Twitter and Instagram and then NSA Girls as well for our strip club and uh, massage parlor ministry. And uh, we can give you, you, you can message us on there as well for a direct phone number, okay? okay. How can people support you, financially support Financially you? support us. When you go to www.nsagirls.org, there are different options to support us. And one of the things when you were speaking that I was reminded of is we started recently having partners for $25 a month. Awesome. And the very first people that started coming in as partners have all been men. Praise it's given God. me chills every time wow. because I didn't even, it wasn't on my radar. Wow. So God is using godly men yes. to start financially supporting no strings yes. attached and that want to see women come out of the strip clubs yes. and out of these brothels and be healed and find their voice. So that's very Praise exciting. God, I yeah. love that. I love that. So no strings attached. Yes. Uh, with Lisa Michelle. And we are going to get more into that in the next program. Uh, but she's doing an awesome job. She, this girl's even testified on Capitol Hill. I have. I mean, God is sending her to some amazing <laughs> places. He is really making way and opening up doors for her to bring healing and restoration and minister to those that are broken and hurting. So today, if, if you need, you know, you need prayer for anything, call our prayer line. 
Uh, if you need ministry along these lines, uh, please call our prayer line, what we've been talking about today. But if you need prayer for anything, we have a healing, delivering, saving God, and He yes. is awesome. There's power yes. in the name of Jesus. Amen. There's power in the blood of Jesus. There's power in prayer. So call our prayer line at 866-241-0579. 866-241-0579. We have anointed, trained prayer ministers to pray with you. Also, you can go to our website at luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. We have lots and lots, tons of previous podcasts of our radio shows, and uh, after we do our TV shows, we make them into a YouTube video and put them on there. And so we have lots of things for you. We also have a store. When you purchase things from our store, it helps us to continue preaching the gospel on radio and TV and in person, going to conferences and all those things and going out and leading worship. Thank you to everyone that has donated and helped us. If you've never given and you want to, you can go to Lueda.org. You can also do it on our um, prayer line. You can do that as well. Uh, we, I believe, I so believe that anytime you partner with a ministry uh, that you partake of the anointing on that ministry. I also believe that you partake in the reward of the souls and people are ministered to. And yes. any reward that comes because through that ministry, you help make it happen. You get the same reward. And I believe you partake of the anointing on yes. that as you give. So yes. uh, don't hesitate to give to No Strings Attached or to Loretta Roshke Ministries. We love you. We will be back next week on the radio and this afternoon for Facebook. God bless y'all.